Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. I'm your co-host, Lady J. And your other co-host, T. T, how are you doing, my friend? I'm alright. Just (laughs) alright? Aww. How are you doing? You know what? I'm doing pretty damn good. That's awesome. Pretty damn good. PDG. <laughs> I'm going to admit something really embarrassing right now. Okay. But because as I was trying to think of what the acronym for pretty damn good was, and then when I said it out loud, I remembered. I used to do this thing where as I was driving, I would like use the recorder or like the voice memo yeah, thing yeah. on my phone to like record myself singing because I'm a weirdo. And I would like, when I would listen to it back, if I really liked it or if there was something about it that I was like, oh, I, I hit a note there or whatever, oh, yeah. I'd rename it. I, I'd rename that memo with like with like whatever it is that I liked about it, dash PDG. Oh, <laughs> shit. Pretty damn good. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I have like a list of these like files in my in my iTunes or whatever of like like I'm the artist and then the titles are all like PDG PDG. PDG. <laughs> That's so stupid. I like it. I like it. <laughs> oh man. Today in embarrassing facts about Lady J. <laughs> um so we're going to be talking about episode 316, mm-hmm. Paranoia. Mm-hmm. And no, ladies and gentlemen, we are not high. <laughs> no. No. Instead, we decided to bring back a classic, <laughs> and we are drinking Sassy Women. Or yeah. Is it Sassy Woman's? Because that's a proper name. Sassy Woman? Sassy Woman. We are drinking the... We are drinking a sassy woman each. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way to say it. Cheers. Cheers to that. Mm. <laughs> Give our audience a taste of what it's like to drink something. <laughs> um, so this episode, oh, Amazon Prime Spoily. I always forget that. Not really, but sometimes if I don't have it written down, I forget it. <laughs> Um, the Amazon Prime Spoily is a spoily this time, because I'll tell you what, I did not see this coming. Really? Okay. <laughs> did not see it coming. I almost want to play the cold open. Okay. Before I get into yeah, it, yeah, yeah, so yeah. that it would be like, it would be like, just like how it was to watch it. Okay. <laughs> Let's do that. All right. So we're going to change up the order of this, simply because it was like, what? <laughs> it's just not like our son to do something like this. He's actually my stepson, but, you know, I feel like I gave birth to him. But I don't love what he's doing. He's letting his grades drop. I caught him hitchhiking the other day. Hitchhiking. Well, I'm sure that... We don't know where he goes. We don't know who his friends are anymore. We thought you might have better insight into this than we do. You have experience with troubled kids. And you know our son as well as we do. Probably better. I'm sorry, I have to apologize. I have two new babies at the house, and my mind is just a blur. I'm sure I should know who you are, even if you're new to the church, but it's our fault. We were in such a hurry. I guess we just assumed... We didn't even go to your church. I think you were about to introduce yourselves. I'm sorry, I'm Norma, and this is Fred Moon. Moon? Your son is Jimmy Moon? That's right, Lucy's old boyfriend. We really need your help. We think Jimmy's doing drugs. So, y'all... We met the moons. Yeah, dude. 
We're finally meeting the moons, y'all. <laughs> no, it was, it's... It, what I found really funny was when they had walked in and they just start talking about their son and how, yeah. like... I was like, this has to be his parents. You you got that right away? I don't know why, because, like, they were talking about as if, like, you know, Eric should know him, should know their but son. But it could have been anybody. I know, because Eric knows everybody? Well, because it's his church. Yeah, like, that I too. mean, you know, and you just assume that these are people of the church, yeah. that who he knows, like... No, I think it's because you have mentioned a few times that, like, oh, Jimmy Moon is going to be back. Okay. You know, and I think that's that, that happened, like, I just... I don't know. I just saw the connection at that moment. I was okay. like, these are going to be his parents for sure. That's hilarious. And and then and the <laughs> moment I found out it's Jimmy Moon's parents, I was like, Lady J is going to fucking get pissed. Dude, I, I didn't even get pissed. I was, I literally wrote, oh my God, what the actual fuck? Yeah, I said, OMG, Jimmy Moon's parents. <laughs> and I love how his mom or stepmom apparently is like, He's my stepson, but I feel like I gave birth to him. Who says that? Who says that in describing that she feels like his actual mother? Like, just say that. Yeah. Just be like, I'm his stepmom, but I feel like he's mine. Yeah. That's all you have. I gave birth to him? Yeah. That's the words you chose to use in this moment. Well, someone wrote that in there for her, apparently. Well, yeah, I rolled so my eyes, stupid. guys, just, just letting you know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I love how there's that moment where they're just, like, talking over each other about all the bad things that have been going on. And it's like, he's been hitchhiking. Hitchhiking? Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> like, calm down. <laughs> like, he's been hitchhiking. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The kid's just trying to get experience outside of Glen Oak, okay? You can't blame him. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Hitchhiking to where? Yeah, serious. <laughs> <laughs> what is he, looking at Mary's map? <laughs> of Florida in 1978 <laughs> or whatever the hell year yeah, that was yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck <laughs> oh my god uh, okay so in light of this the Amazon Prime spoilie is Lucy's ex-boyfriend Jimmy Moon is in serious trouble and she desperately tries to help him that's a very bad spoilie. Worst, worst, because the cold open is so clutch yeah. in how you don't find out who yeah. they are until they tell you, and it's so great. That spoilie would have ruined everything. Yeah, serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> so glad I never read that stuff. Yeah, I'm so glad I stopped myself. Like, it's really great. Mm-hmm. It makes for much more pleasant viewing experience, yeah. certainly. <laughs> And then the other bomb that gets dropped on this after the cold open, on, on us after the cold open, is Stephen Collins direct this episode. Yeah. Which, ex- again, explains why he's not the star of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he's he's there, right? Like, yeah. they come to him in the beginning, and he's, like, the quote-unquote agent of change, I guess. Yeah. But he doesn't really, like, get involved with too much. He's not in very many scenes. Yeah. Like... Again, I like it when he's behind the camera. Yes. It makes for better viewing and storytelling. And you kind of don't get annoyed of him as much. True. True. <laughs> because every other, because any other episode where this was the story, right? Like yeah. there's a troubled kid and da 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 da. It's him. He's butting in. He's getting involved. Yeah. He's solving the problems, whatever. Mm-hmm. In this one, not so much. In fact, he's actively like not able to solve the problem like like sergeant michaels isn't helping him Mm -hmm. get any information he's not really saying much to lucy when she asks like 
it, we don't really know what's going on with Jimmy, you know, like, and neither does Eric, for yeah. that matter. So it it works. It works for the show when Eric is not the center of the story. Maybe this needs to happen more often. Right? I don't know how many more episodes he directed. I, I didn't even realize he directed more than the one previous. Mm-hmm. I, w- I wasn't expecting his name at all yeah. when I saw it. I was like, oh, shit, cool. <laughs> yeah, the one time I actually paid attention to credits, I saw that. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, that, that cold open, like, really does set up the story, like, the mm-hmm. episode. Like, I mean, other stuff happens, obviously, but that's sort of the main thing. Mary's story is in service to this. Mm-hmm. Like, Mary doesn't have much going on in this episode other than to... Am I wrong? Am I am I misremembering? Isn't she just, like, anytime Lucy wants to, like, chime in with whatever, she's like, she's like, don't do it. Yeah, it, she's her focus is mostly on Simon and... Oh, that's Mary's yeah, story. Yeah, that's, Simon, yeah, I forgot all about Simon. Yeah, no, it's just episode. Simon and Lucy. That's it. Like mm-hmm. that, but Mary doesn't have her own thing going on. She's right. just like basically adding on to everybody else's story. Yeah, she's just moving it along. Yeah, which I mean, but the Simon stuff is pretty significant because Simon's trying to join a baseball team. Yeah, and he wants to be a catcher. Yes. And so he's got this mitt, or like a glove. What do they call it in baseball? Baseball glove? Baseball mitt? I think I've heard it both ways. It's, yeah. Or just It's going to defeat me now, really. Baseball glove. You oil your glove. Yeah. Right? That's what it is. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I don't watch baseball. Neither do I. They're um, fun to attend, but no. Yeah, I'd much rather attend a baseball game than sit and watch it for 18 hours on TV. I, yeah, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> America's pastime, uh, how about waste of time? Um, we just pissed off everybody. <laughs> we just pissed off all of our American listeners. Um, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Baseball. Um, yeah, so so he wants to join this team. He's, he's oiled his glove with olive oil. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, or like vegetable or oil. vegetable oil, yeah. Like, it smells like hamburger. <laughs> sure enough, the coach, she's like, does anybody smell hamburgers? Someone's barbecuing. <laughs> um, yeah, so I feel like we're just all over the place. Where where should we start? <laughs> um, I guess uh, I guess with Jimmy Moon then. Okay, Ugh, fair enough. Yeah, Jimmy let's just Moon. get him out of the way. <laughs> Dude, his baggy jeans... I didn't notice. Oh, okay. I noticed his haircut. Yes. And how ridiculous he looks. <laughs> yeah. But his jeans are the best part. It's one of her... Um, it's basically towards the end of Jimmy Moon's story of this episode. Oh, and when, uh, when, when it all goes to hell yeah, at the when, end. Yeah, when the shit goes down. Basically, like, one of his as he's walking down that sidewalk, and I'm like, dude... You can swim in those pants. It's the it's that there was like a brand of jean that was like that, right? Yeah, like dude. Chinko? I I don't know, but they look like genie pants. Yeah, they're huge, huge, huge. Yeah, where where it's not so much of a flare as it is just like a tent yes. from your waist down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So okay. So the moons talk to Eric. They're like, we're worried about him. And then um, Eric doesn't tell Lucy. Yeah, he doesn't really. Because he can't, I guess. Yeah. 
and she and she's looking at him and she can, and she does and she's pretty spot on. She goes, "How are you not freaking out about this? Or is it because you already knew?" And she kind of like like she does. She she you know pins it on him on Eric in that sense because like she goes, "Jimmy Moon's doing drugs. Why aren't you doing anything? Why aren't you freaking out? Why aren't you being your usual self?" Yeah. And I mean, he he really can't. Well, I was thinking even further back because okay, in the, in the moments when Jimmy, or sorry, when when Norma and Mister Moon come to talk to Eric, like he talks to them, whatever, fine. He comes home, he tells Annie, like yeah. he thinks he's in trouble, but that's really all he can say. Mm-hmm. And then separately. Lucy just takes it upon herself to talk to Mary and goes like, I'm kind of worried about Jimmy. He's hanging out with bad people. And it's like, like, oh, it just so happened that you happen to be worrying about him at the same time that yeah. like Eric is now in the know about something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's why she confronts him. Oh, no, no, no. She only, she only talks to Eric after she sees him get arrested. Yeah. Because he he's at, he, he's in the car at school and yeah. he's like holding a joint that yeah. was just passed to him in the school parking lot when everyone is let out yeah of class and then the cops come and they take out this giant bag of marijuana yeah. from his pocket Dude, and the way that the cops come in yeah and like who called them yeah. what happened you would think someone died yeah like the way that they treat this scenario mm-hmm. it got, it's like so 90s yeah. like the 90s were like so anti-weed it's hilarious yeah. like yeah. like like truly a criminal if- i mean it was a criminal offense right but yeah. like the way that they're treating these kids as if it's a murder yeah totally it's crazy um, but yeah, so that's when Lucy's like c- goes to Eric and she's like, why aren't you doing anything about this? Yeah. Whatever. Like, hello, you just got arrested. Do something, whatever. And Eric's like taking a step back on this one. Yeah. <laughs> like, and like, you know, she won't listen to reason. Basically everyone is telling her to like, don't stay get involved. Away. Yeah. Stay away. Um, which is kind of weird because it's just, I mean, it's just marijuana. Like, yeah. like, for like that's all we've seen him do. I, I'll be honest with you, maybe getting ahead of myself a little bit, but like this whole storyline, how it ended up being that he's an informant, but not really, and yeah. how it was because he had previously gotten caught at some unforeseen previous time. Mm-hmm. Like all of this was like really hard for me to wrap my head around. Yeah. Like I didn't quite understand how it all went down. Like when the cops bust him and they 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 like make everybody go down on the floor and like get yeah. arrested. Did the cops at that point knew know that he was an informant? Was that the beginning of his informant state? I, I stage? think it might have been the beginning of it. But again, it, God man, when this show talks about drugs, it just gets it. it oh, it bothers me. It gets it, it's too. Um, I don't know how to explain it. Too cookie cutter and like, oh no, drugs are bad. And no, you should stay away from him. Like there's so much fear and of course so much propaganda. Yeah. Which is annoying. Yeah. But um, the best is when Lucy's on the phone with her friend. I saw him get arrested in front of me. Okay. <laughs> you have your badge of honor now. Yeah. Like, I know. who cares? Hey, hey Sue. Yeah, I know. I was there. Like, yeah. Like, I know, like, they're gossiping about it. Like, it's, like, big news. Like, dude, some kid got arrested for holding what looked like half a pound of parents. Like, a lot of fucking Yeah, when you see how much, first of all, I don't know who carries that much with them. 
And where did he get the cash for all of yes. that? Like, holy shit. Yeah. And then we see that, like, that drug deal go down on the street. And yeah. he gets, he hands the guy, like, some unseen amount of money. Yeah. Like, we don't get to see how much it is, right? But he gets that same amount of mm-hmm. weed in return. Yeah. And I'm like, so he just happens to carry all that cash on him that gets him that much weed? Dude. Like, I, holy shit. I don't know what it is when it comes to the 90s and when they show that someone has pot or, like, they're carrying pot with them. They they care, like they show a shit. I, I don't understand where they get this. Even No, oh, you're saying in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, what was that crazy movie? Um, 10 Things I Hate About You? Yes. Okay. Best movie ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's... Um, Julia Stiles, like, she's in detention. Yeah. Was she in detention? No, no, no. It was, uh, whatever, um, Heath Ledger's character. He was, he was in detention. Yeah. And there was a kid, uh, in that classroom just going, he's like, he's like, you're, you know, you're, you're shifty eyed. And he goes, your eyes are red. He goes, he's like, you've got pot, don't you? (laughs) And then, and then he goes, and he said, yeah. And he hands it over. It's the same (laughs) amount that you see in this episode. I'm like, who? What teenager carries this much pot with them? Like, you're full of shit right now. It's insane. It's like, yeah, first of all, why are you carrying that much on you at all times? Second of all, like, why are you openly, like, in broad daylight being like, here's the illegal substance I have if you want some. It's as big as a fucking cigar. That's how much, like, they're carrying. (laughs) It's as big as a fucking cigar. It's really insane. And he hands it over. And again, like, you see... The 90s, they do this all the time with that's how much, like, pot these kids are carrying on them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, just to illustrate, like, how how dark the tunnel of drugs could be. Like, it's so stupid. And I love how it's this fake, like, like you know, even when the moons approach Eric in the beginning, it's like, we think he's on drugs. And then, and then Lucy and Mary talking, it's like, I think he might be on drugs. And Mary's like, drugs? Don't get involved with drugs. Like, it's, first of all, it's one drug. Like, let's get that straight. Yeah. It's not like he's shooting up heroin or, yeah. like, smoking, you know, crack or whatever yeah. the fuck. Like, it's serious. Like, it's it's a drug, okay? And I understand it's the 90s. There's a different time, different mentality about that particular substance. So I get it. But, like, they're making him sound like he's in a fucking crack den. Yeah. Like, calm down. He's in school still. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Jesus. <laughs> yep. How is he not suspended? How is he back in school? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And And I guess that's... So we're supposed to, after the fact, put the pieces together that the reason he was released from being arrested when when the cops busted them at school is because he made a deal to be an informant. Yeah. And then that's what he was doing when he got caught on the street the time that Lucy was there. Yeah. But then why did they arrest him, too, if he was in on it? Uh, oh, no. That's, they would do that? Yeah, they would oh, okay. do that. Because, for the show of it? No, well, for the show of it, because you don't know who they're getting these drugs from, and therefore, if it if it is a gang, or if it is, oh, right. you know, like, if they know people, could you imagine, like... Like, to protect him, basically. Yeah, basically. Okay. To show... Right. Yeah, yeah, that's the point, to protect him. But... But so what but when Lucy so before that that arrest outside of the school goes mm-hmm. down when Lucy approaches Jimmy at the lockers to yeah. just be like hey like I'm sorry that like I broke up with you and you went down this horribly dark path and like you know she's like I guess trying to like make herself feel better about it or whatever yeah. and then Jimmy like like his buddies come mm-hmm. so he's like he's like so he has this outburst which I'm going to play but it's seriously the most emotion 
I know. we've ever seen yeah. out of Jimmy Moon. And I'm going to play it. Doesn't matter who rejected whom. I don't need your help, so just stay the hell away from me. And he, like, slams the locker yeah. and walks away. And I'm like, wow. Like, the most he's ever emoted, and mm-hmm. it's barely. Yeah. Like, you know? It's true. And, and, and it, like, struck me, because I was like, oh, wow, he feels. And another thing that I'm annoyed about what they've done to Lucy's character. Mm. Girl is trying to take 20 steps ahead, and then they bring this shit on of, like, maybe it's my fault, you know, because I broke up with him. And then everyone's like... Well, no, he broke up with you the first time. Second time, I broke up with him. I know. Again, the girl is trying to, I guess, I don't know, she, whatever, she's trying to be a better version of Lucy without a guy, and yet you're making her sound like this needy girl. Oh my God, it's all my fault. I should go take care of him and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like she needed this lesson again. It's true. And in terms of storytelling, right, like, in terms of the arc of the season yeah. and all that, like, we haven't seen Jimmy pretty much all season. Yeah. And... We just... We've heard his name being dropped. Right. That's but it. But we haven't seen him all season. So... And we... And to your point, Lucy, we've seen go on this journey where she went to camp all by myself and she broke up with Jordan because she did the right thing because she doesn't really love him and she's, yeah. like, getting to a place. And now, because of some reason you want to reintroduce Jimmy so you're making her character like regress yeah. to serve that purpose like yeah. I, like it's so stupid you mm-hmm. know like and again just to tell another drug story yeah. like which we've already seen unfold particularly about marijuana already like yeah. what is the point of any of this yeah i, I it's don't know. really stupid and again and she she gives a like a pretty damn good speech on what she's learned Oh, at the end. Um, at the end, yeah. you know. And then you're seeing growth. So I don't understand. If you're going to do this to this character where you're going to see her be this, like, bratty, whiny girl and thinking, again, like, this guy is going through something. You're not the cause of it. Don't make it about you. Right. Well, and that's what Annie basically is trying to tell her yeah. when they have that moment in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Like, about, like, self-care. Yeah. And, like, oh, well, I guess, should I just play it? We sure. should just play it. Honey, I know you want to help him because he's in trouble. And the need to take care of others is a very natural instinct and a good one. Yeah, but... But sometimes girls want to nurture others more than they want to turn inward and nurture and take care of themselves. Dad got to you. Dad always gets to you. I assure you, I still have a mind of my own. So woman to woman, please take everyone's advice and let Jimmy's family take care of Jimmy and let Lucy take care of Lucy. Please. I don't want you to get hurt. Yeah, so, I mean, Lucy, I think, here's the thing, though. I feel like Lucy's growth that Mm -hmm. we've witnessed has led her to the place where she knows internally the stuff. Yeah. Like, I think she knows sort of on a deep level that, like, she needs to take care of herself and she needs to, like, make sure that she nurtures herself before she worries about other people. I think that it's just a lesson that she, like, needs needed to learn at least one more time. Yeah. Maybe we'll see that she needs to keep learning it a little bit yeah. like, in future episodes. But I feel like it's not something that's, like, like set in... Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 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 she's getting there still. Yeah. Like, we're, she's still on that journey a little yeah. bit. And things like this coming up mm-hmm. are, are the road... Are, like, the benchmarks yeah. to show her progress, I guess. Yeah. Especially in light of that end speech that she gives, yeah, like to her parents about how 
like I know now that you guys probably already had known about what was going on before I did, which shows how smart you are and how not smart I am and how why I should be listening to you and pay, taking care of myself instead of worrying about other people. And mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm, maybe maybe I'm giving them the too much of the benefit of the doubt there, but... No, I mean, yeah, it's not like change happens overnight. Right. And, and like, growth doesn't happen overnight. Which unless I, you're like, Matt. But. Yeah, unless you're Matt, <laughs> which I understand. Um, I, I hear what you're saying, and I agree. So they're, they're probably going to give us examples of how, like, you know, she's probably going to... Regress a little yeah, bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which in sense. service of her progress, yes, yes, maybe. And you know what? I can respect that. Yeah, if I can see that trend happen yeah. over the rest of the season or future seasons or whatever, then I can respect that. Yeah. I can look back and go, "I see what you did there. Cool." Yeah, but God, it just gets annoying. That's that's what it is. It just gets annoying. Yeah, I know. If I didn't get annoyed as much, I mean, if it's bad enough. It's Jimmy in particular. Thank you. Like that's that's annoying. Already at a five, and then making the making it a regression for Lucy makes it like a ten. Yeah, <laughs> God, <laughs> fucking Jimmy. I know this is not even the last we're gonna see of MT. I'm sorry. Fuck. What more is there that this monster can do? Well, I don't know why the writers are like just hell bent on keeping him around I don't or get his it character. Either. What was he such a fan favorite that they're like gotta bring Jimmy back? Like, okay, bring back Wilson, not he's Jimmy. He's a useless bag of nothing. Useless bag of nothing. <laughs> he's literally an empty plastic bag floating in the wind. Oh god. <laughs> Nice, nice, except, nice. Except no one's filming it to be cool. Yeah, that's, <laughs> this is true. God. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know what to do about this guy. Or about Lucy about this guy. I really hope they don't get back together at any God, point. no, I would like, hope not. No. Honey, you've moved no. on. Especially after Ruthie giving you a speech saying, Jimmy, the I didn't like him. Rod, Rod was okay. Jordan, I really liked you know, and mm-hmm. then the next guy I'm probably gonna love. Thank you, Ruthie. Totally. And totally. hopefully, hopefully that translates. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that Ruthie saying that means that that's where the writers are headed God, for Lucy. I would hope so, right? Because otherwise, like then, like why? <laughs> or yeah. Dumb. You know, I don't know. Don't give um, me a cute speech and then like take that shit back. Seriously. Um. But since you brought it up, should we talk about Matt? Please. <laughs> Matt and Ruthie. Oh, boy. You know what? I did notice the sort of, I don't want to say odd, but never really before seen pairings in this episode. Mm. Like, Matt and Ruthie have never really been paired in a story before. Yeah, other than, like, Ruthie giving him shit whenever, like, uh, him going to, well, him deciding what school he was going to go to. After oh, and when she was giving the cold shoulder yeah, and stuff. That, yeah, that, that yeah, was yeah, it. Yeah. But like, but again, that was Matt, Simon, and Ruthie together. True, Simon true. giving him pointers, like, no, no, this is how you handle Ruthie. Yeah, that was almost more of a Simon and Matt story yeah. that, that involved Ruthie yes. than a Matt and Ruthie story. I know. This is like a Matt and Ruthie it story. Was, it was pretty fucking cute. So cute. At first I was like, Ruthie, you bitch. I'm like, yeah, yeah. what are you playing at, girl? She's like, you're not going to take my big brother like it's totally that oh Sean you called Mm -hmm. okay bye and then she like runs to to Matt and I was like oh she's gonna tell him nope she's looking at okay I'll let you know when she calls I was like this little bitch evil evil like that look in her eye where she's like "Mm -hmm." mm-hmm smiles and she goes not gonna tell you shit. like literally not gonna tell 
shit. She's the worst. Or when Shauna's going on and on and on, she's like, you know you're talking to a seven-year-old, right? Yeah, <laughs> dude. That was... <laughs> shit. <laughs> and, like, seeing... Matt even showing up at her place, knocking on the door. How did he miss pink sweater just across the street? I'm Bullshit. sorry. Yeah. There's no way you miss a woman across the street in a pink sweater. And man, where are those payphones? The one that you're standing mm. in the right in front of your house, like because it is right in front of her house. Because yeah. that's the that's how you find All out. All I'm thinking is, honey, how many quarters do you have on you that you keep calling? Well, the time when she can't get through because of the busy signal, she yeah. just keeps, like, refreshing her quarter, yeah. like, hanging up so it drops. But, and then But seeing her, like, <laughs> angry and, like, shaking. God, like, this is a classic thing of, like, like this story d- won't exist yeah. 10 years from now or five years from now because of cell phones. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, well, like, you can't do stories yeah, like this you can't, anymore. You can't warn anybody that you're running late. What are you going to do, pull over and, like, find the next payphone and be like, hey, yeah. hey, I, just to let you know, I'm running five minutes late. Oh, guess what? They're probably already <laughs> on their way somewhere, so you can't even reach exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love I love phone mishaps stories in the 90s or you whatever. What? That, where you're like, it does not even translate. But you know what, though? I bet you that shit kept you, like, in line and prompt as fuck. Oh, yeah. I can't even remember. Like, I, I think about this all the time. Like, how did we survive in a, as a society before cell phones? Like, I guess just people kept their appointments. Yeah. People, <laughs> like, people kept their appointments. People kept people their People were responsible. Yeah. Because you had to be where you were supposed to be at any given time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so fucking crazy. When you make shit, when you make shit too easy now, mm-hmm. it gives you room to fuck up to be or to be irresponsible. Yeah, it gives right? you like, room to be because you're adding on other shit now into your like day. You're not. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's made us more efficient. Yeah, which has also made us irresponsible with our time. Yes, like weirdly. Like I yeah. guess so. So maybe efficient's not the right word. It's made us like quicker at doing the things that need to get done mm-hmm. but also made us irresponsible with our time serious man but that shit was so yeah. funny like across the street on the paper oh you just missed her when she's standing outside in a pink sweater mind you yeah no like that pink said. sweater like that it's like de- like she's a fucking beacon the street <laughs> is dead you're literally feet away from her and you didn't notice her a yeah. blonde girl in a pink sweater. Yeah, really? I'm, I'm sure you know what her back looks like, dude. Like even you know, besides that, yeah. like like literally, like she's across the street. Yeah. That's 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 not even a, like that's like point one miles. Yeah, <laughs> like it's so ridiculous to me that like like why did she? Why did the payphone have to be across the street from her house? Make it the payphone at school or whatever. Across the street and on also, the corner. And also, what about school? Why aren't they seeing each other at school? It's like, this is taking course over the course of, like, days, not yeah. just one day. Keep like, telling everybody Shauna's supposed to call, Shauna's supposed to call, and then busy line, whatever. God. Did you notice that the, the second phone that the Camdens have is in... So, first of all, it's in Annie and Eric's bedroom. Fine, because yeah. it's their private line. Fine. But it's a red phone. Yeah, <laughs> they have the equivalent of like of like the president's red phone yeah. in their room. <laughs> like <laughs> so funny. But I loved I loved that scene when Eric comes in and asks if Shauna's called. Yeah, and how Eric and Annie are like fucking with him. Yeah, it totally reminded me of the dynamic 
that I have with my parents. Like, it was so, like, like, um, like viscerally, like, yeah. thing. Like, it totally resonated with me. <laughs> I want to play it. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me, guys, did you want to call? I'm sorry, Matt. Because I thought maybe she tried to call on your private line. Oh, well, how could she do that? How could she get the number? I don't know. Maybe she has caller ID or something. Oh, but this line has caller ID blocking. It doesn't show up on caller ID. Your father's right. Unless she has that new feature that defeats caller ID blocking. You mean the thing that de-blocks caller ID blocking? Yeah, the caller ID blocking de-blocker. Mm. You know, I'm an adult. <laughs> caller ID de-blocker. <laughs> and he's like... I'm an adult. It's so fucking great. Like, I love it. Like, that, that is probably literally a conversation my parents and I have had with each other. Like, it's so wonderful. I love that moment so much. Again, I love these little Eric and Annie moments yeah. when they're not parents. Yeah. And they're not, they're just a couple. Like, you know, like, yeah. they're just, like, together and it's funny and it's cute. I love those little moments. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Matt. So, I mean, I think we've, like, skirted the issue. Matt is with Shauna again, officially. Mm-hmm. So that's happening. But then they had this fight. Now they keep missing each other on the phone. And they can't get a hold of each other. They both want to apologize, but they just can't can't reach each other for contrived reasons that we won't, that we just got into. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, Matt is, like, sulking in like one evening or whatever and he delivers the most self-aware line about himself or like like this is definitely the most self-aware the show i think has ever been Mm. about what they're doing character wise i'm gonna play that too night ruthie don't look so sad i can't help it i'm tired of going out with girls for just one date then dumping them or getting dumped (laughs) so I mean, it's what we've been complaining about yeah. all season. Yeah. That Matt just has a new girlfriend every fucking time. Yeah. Like, every episode, every day, whatever the fuck, he has a new girlfriend. It's it's the thing that they didn't even acknowledge in the last episode when he and Shauna got together. Yeah. Like, like yeah, what the fuck, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> like, what happened? Every week it's a new girl. <laughs> I'm tired of it. Well, and... <laughs> I find it surprising that he's tired of it. Like, so it's he's truly creating a relationship. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, yeah, I guess so. Which even is worse then, because that means that that with every girl that we've seen him date, he's he's wanted a relationship with these girls and then yeah. just not gone through with it. Yeah, either he dumps them or they, they dump, dump him. him. Which if they dumped him, okay, fine. Like I get that. Like that's not his. Yeah. Doing necessarily. But like if you're dumping these girls, like why? Yeah. Like after one date. Like why yeah. like if you want a relationship, why aren't you giving them a chance or whatever? I don't know. It's just funny. Like I was really like taken by that because I was like, Oh, seventh heaven, you know what you're talking about finally. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> meta. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah. <laughs> like that's basically Matt's whole story is like so they finally, finally, Shauna's like, light bulb, let me go to the house. house yes. Hello. And of course, Matt's there because he has no life. Yeah. <laughs> or a job. So 
She comes over. They finally see each other. Ruthie admits that, like, she was purposely not giving her him her messages. Yeah. Um, and vice versa or whatever. And then... Um, and then they, he like picks her up as, as if to say like, oh, I love you, you silly goose. Yeah. And then proceeds to make out with Shauna. And the way she's <laughs> like, Ruby's like leaning in. Oh, this is what happens. She's literally inches away from their locked lips. And she's smiling like, oh. It's like fucking porn is happening in front of her. And she's yeah. so into it. Yeah. It's so weird. It is weird. I'm like, let's put down the kid. Let's put down the kid. <laughs> Seriously. Like, what is happening? Yeah. You lifted her so then you could go kiss your girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so then they make a date. All is well. They're happy. It's all good. Surprise, surprise. And then Ruthie and he have this cute little moment. It was she- cute. So cute. And he agrees that he's going to spend the whole day with her tomorrow. Like, after school or whatever. Yeah. And when he brings her home the next day, she's, like, asleep over his shoulder. So cute. Yeah. She's like, I love you, Matt. I love you, too. And then, like, she even, like, gets out of her, like, you know, wherever she's hanging. Basically, like, just to hug his neck now. (laughs) It was cute. So cute. I've been watching... I mean, I've been watching it since it started, but... Just recently, I was I've been watching the latest and last season of Baby Daddy, which is a freeform show. Yes, <laughs> because because you know Sabrina ended, and I still hate myself. So. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> so Jesus. So, but that moment totally reminded me of the relationship that Jean Luc, whatever his last name is the guy on baby daddy has with his daughter on the show. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, she's littler obviously Mm -hmm. and he's younger too, but like, um, but like, like the way he just like loves her and she loves him and she's cute and he's cute. And it's like cute little whatever thing. And so that moment when Ruthie like, like lifts herself up off of his shoulder to like hug him as she, as he continues to like take her upstairs. Yeah. Totally just reminded me of the dynamic in baby daddy. And it like melted my heart for half a second. I think I think that that was the cutest or the so sweetest cute. part of the yeah. episode. Other than that, everything else. I didn't hate the Simon and Mary stuff. It was kind of funny. I like how he calls her at school, making it sound like it's an emergency. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "I made the team. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> oh, that's so great, Simon. <laughs> yeah." I'm, what is he, what is the he? fucking equipment manager. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't say fucking. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing. Do you know what that means? You know what? I have to carry all the equipment. <laughs> I have to wash. He has to do the laundry, apparently. Which, I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Oh, no. Maybe he has to, like, take the dirty laundry to the place where they wash them. I don't think he has to do it himself. But any, a- in, in any case, he still has to, like, be in charge of it. Yeah. And he doesn't get to play, and it's un- it's all a shitty situation. <laughs> yeah. And then when Mary tries to like come into his room and apologize and be like, "Listen, the, like the captain, uh, captain, the coach really wanted to put you on the team, okay? Like you like, you made it not because of me or whatever." Yeah. Like, and and then he starts crying. Amazing cry acting from David Gallagher. Like his his eyes welled up. They got red, yeah. like on cue. Yeah. And then they're gone the minute he realizes that she's lying to like protect his feelings. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, wait a minute. 
<laughs> calls her out on her shit. Totally. Yeah. And she's like, all right, I lied. You weren't going to make the team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which then I think makes him maybe feel better, right? Because, like, at least he gets to be part of the team and play, like, practice with them. Practice and stuff. with them, yeah. And, for, you know, with hard work, she can, he can he probably can get there. Up, yeah. And then, of course, and that's when Mary offers her services, too. Like, Which, that's what she should have been doing in the first place. Yeah. He brings her, Simon asks Mary to come to his, his um, tryout, not, or, or to get involved, like, not to help him be better, but just as, like, a celebrity yeah. name endorsement for yeah. his ability. Yeah, you know, my my sister Mary, you know, on the basketball star team. Star athlete. Star athlete, yeah. Made, made varsity as a freshman. Uh, like, like, that's it's not going to anywhere. All right, show me what you got. Seriously. And then he can't catch a ball to save his life. Oh, my God. When Matt throws the baseball oh, through the window, dude. I died laughing. Like, I died. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then pause. he just throws it. <laughs> I fucking had to pause because I was cracking up at the hilarity of that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid Matt. Because he's not looking. He's useless. No, he looked. He just can't throw a ball to oh. save his life. It's why he's not on any team. Seriously. It's why he's not a frat boy. It's why he's just not a team player. He's really not. He's more of like a lone wolf. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's him and his girlfriends. Yeah, like, him and his girlfriends. That's his, that, that, that's his MO. He's really happy just doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, can we talk about the ridiculous um, um, thing with uh, Eric and how he thinks Lou is out to sabotage him? I had forgotten about that whole story. Yeah, because it's pretty unforgettable and stupid. You mean forgettable? It's forgettable. (laughs) Or or unforgettable and stupid. Yeah, or that. Yeah, no. God. The whole thing was really dumb. It was obvious from the minute, from the first minute. That they were planning some sort of a surprise for him. But I'll admit, they were being really shady about it. Like, he and that other deacon person that he's working with, like, were being really stupidly shady about it. Yeah. And, like, and then, (laughs) so, rewinding a little bit. So, in that cold open, Lou, like, pops into the office Mm -hmm. while Eric is talking to the moons. And Eric's like, Oh, hey Lou, like what are you doing? And he's like, Oh, Eric, um, I didn't know you were back from maternity leave yet. Which I'm sorry, but when you're a man it's paternity leave. Um or when you're a father it's paternity leave. Um so Lou's like, Oh, I'll just leave you alone, whatever and then of course like Eric starts getting this idea in his head, hence the paranoia, that I just got it. I just got that Whoa. the that the subtext of paranoia was the weed. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. I need a minute. Can you take the reins? I need a minute. No, I can't. Like, I legit so need a minute right now. This I'm so losing good. my mind. This I feel like I'm high and I just had like one of those epiphanies you get when you're high. Like, holy shit. I never fucking connected those dots. And when I mentioned weed in the beginning of this episode, I still hadn't connected those dots. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> This, this is good. This is good. This is uh, <laughs> for heaven's sake, Lucy, guys. Like it's happening right now on air. <laughs> Holy shit! <sighs> okay, well, regroup. Whew. <sighs> so <laughs> these deacons. 
Eric thinks that they, I'm sorry, I'm still on it. I can't, I can't get it. I can't get past it. Okay, no, I got, I'm there. I'm good. Okay. Eric starts getting paranoid that they're being shady around him yeah. because they're going to fire him. Yeah. Which I actually thought was an interesting sort of change of pace because that's really something that like women, I think, deal with in the workforce a lot. You yeah. know, like, like when's the right time in your career to like decide to have a baby Yeah. <laughs> because that puts you out of the game for a while, mm-hmm. you know? And for a lot of women, that's a very difficult decision to come to yeah. or, or something to accept. So I kind of appreciated that like a man was dealing with that, you know, yeah. of course, Annie doesn't work, so it wasn't going to be Annie anyway, but like, you know, I, I appreciated that like, Oh, Eric went on leave He's now dealing with the with the idea in his mind of like, oh crap, I put myself out of the game for a while. Yeah. Do I still have my job? You know, stuff like that. It was appreciated. My hat's off to you, seven and seven. Um, but so they're all being shady. He's getting paranoid about it, and it's so obvious that yeah. they're just like they're clearly planning something ple- like something pro- like positive for him. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna fire him. You know? Yeah, come on, duh. Um, He's been there for 20 years. Who else are they going to find? Yeah. So then, in the middle of his Sunday sermon, some guy pops out in reverend garb. Yeah. Like, pops out of the side. And he's so antagonistic. Mm-hmm. Did you ca- Did you feel that? Yeah. He was, like, he was like accusatory. Like, yeah. like, oh, you're the guy who replaced me. Oh, mm-hmm. like, you know, some kid took my spot, whatever. And I was just like, where is this going, you know? Yeah. And then, and then he congratulates him for being there for 20 years, and the entire church erupts like that was the surprise. Surprise, yeah. you've, you've been here for 20 years? <laughs> yeah, we acknowledge it, and now you get a new desk. And a cake, apparently. Or yeah. no, a potluck lunch or some shit, whatever, and cake. Yeah, like, but just the way that they revealed it, yeah. like, couldn't they just be like, like, couldn't that guy just pop out and then everybody's like, oh no. And then he's like, he's like, Eric, I just wanted to congratulate you on 20 years. Like instead they have this whole preamble about like, you're the guy that took my job. And Eric's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, don't be. Yeah. (laughs) What? Whatever. It was annoying. It was ridiculous and pretty, oh God, I don't know. And that stupid smile that he has when he realizes how everyone was in on it. Yeah. That re- I was even Annie. Oh, actually, the whole family was. Yeah, the whole family was in on it. But like, just seeing Eric smile, like, oh, you guys, shucks. Yeah, you know yeah. that shit was annoying. But please tell me you caught um, Annie's uh, laugh and smile and her hopping in her seat in church <laughs> whenever she realizes Eric just caught on. Yes, it was <laughs> I ridiculous. Saw her, I saw her like jumping, jumping in like. <laughs> Must have been a cheerleader. Like <laughs> she was. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, so funny. Yeah. So funny. So funny. Seriously, that that whole thing was so stupid. Like as yes. confusing as the Jimmy Moon informant story yeah. was, this was even more of like an out of left field. Like yeah. what the fuck just happened? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know why they couldn't have just done it better. Like, like all of it. Like, why don't? Why didn't they make it instead of like a congratulations? You've been here for twenty years. Make it a tangible thing, so that when that guy comes out, when that previous reverend or whatever the fuck comes out, 
he can like hand him I don't know a letter that he thinks is a is a your fired letter and then he yeah. opens it and instead it's a, like something more like tangible so it's yeah. ob- so that the misdirect is obvious the way that it all goes down was like so anticlimactic yeah it was just weird but classic seventh heaven like yeah. weird anticlimactic these are all words we've used to describe episodes before <laughs> like typical this is true <laughs> this is true <laughs> so since we're talking about eric I don't know if you noticed. I don't know if you ever look at the x-ray vision on Amazon when you're watching. Sometimes. Did you happen to catch the general trivia that was popping up for Stephen Collins? No. (laughs) Okay. I don't know why for this episode, but general trivia on this episode was that Stephen Collins attended Amherst College, class of 79, or 69, and um, he was a member of... The this is like quoted member of in parentheses mainly a cappella choral group Zumbies or Zumbies and in 1968 on their annual album release LP release that they do okay on 1968 he was the featured singer on California Dreamin' no and then the general trivia goes on to say. Also in that choral group at the same time was David Eisenhower, grandson of the president and future son-in-law of Nixon, who was vice president of his grandfather. Like, what the fuck does any of this have to do with anything? Nothing. (laughs) This this episode has nothing to do with singing, has nothing to do with Nixon or Eisenhower. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Just so you know. So hilarious. (laughs) When I saw it, I was like, oh, writing this down. (laughs) (gasps) Oh, writing this down. It was amazing. (laughs) So now we know. You know? Just a a little now you know. (laughs) This show's on another level, let me tell you. Seriously. It really is. It's playing on a level. Sometimes I feel like maybe we're missing something. (laughs) You know? Maybe. Right? Maybe. Yeah. Apparently you and I need to catch up. <laughs> oh, and I love how, too, how the, um, Lou, especially, it keeps calling him a new father. And I'm like, he's not a new father. father. This is his sixth round of this. Seriously. And with seven kids to boot. Like, he, he doesn't even have to be on leave, even. He's still yeah. doing his Sunday services, and he's still in and out of the church. Like, yeah. he's not even le- like on leave, really. Yeah. Like, what's the deal? <laughs> I have a note that says, God, pot was so illegal back then. <laughs> God, pot was so illegal. <laughs> oh, and then I have another note that says, that kid took way too long to write his name. <laughs> In reference to when um, when they're on the field and they're writing down their names and yeah. what position they're trying out for. Mm. So there's a kid up at the board already, writing mid-writing, and then that's when Simon launches his spiel about how he wants to be the catcher, but he's worried because the coach's son also wants to be a catcher, so yeah. it's going to be between the two. Simon talks for like an hour and a half, okay? Yeah. And this kid the whole time is still writing right. his name and what he wants to try out for. <laughs> God, this These are the things I notice. 
Oh, and then there was another really cute moment when Shauna first calls the house after her big fight with Matt and Ruthie picks up the phone. Mm -hmm. But, like, Ruthie's having, like, a little tea party in her room or whatever. And she has this orange plastic phone in her hand. Mm -hmm. And then the phone starts to ring. And she spends a good, like, ten seconds, like, playing with the orange phone, like, looking at it, like, is this what's ringing? She's, like, like, inspecting it from all angles. When the fucking phone is on the table in front of her. <laughs> oh, man. I died. Yeah. I died in that moment. It was so great. Oh, my God. So funny. She's so cute. Like, she's so perfect when she wants to be. Like, mm-hmm. the actress. Like, like there's these little hints of, like, greatness yeah. in Mackenzie where I'm just like, damn, she knows what she's doing. Like, you are an actor. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> so cute. She she literally like turns, yeah, it, she over. turns it over. She's like looking at it for like ten seconds before she answers the real phone. So great. Like it's almost like, am I hearing it? Because I'm so in my imagination with yeah. this tea party. <laughs> so cute. Um yeah. Oh, and then and then it's so obvious too, like the twins. Oh wait, the twins aren't even in this episode. Are they? I guess they make they have to make an appearance, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I know I know that Lucy's not at the church in the morning because yeah. she agrees or she volunteers to stay home with yeah. them so that Annie can go to church. Mhm. But I don't know if we see the twins in this episode. I can't remember. Me I really can't. Uh, no. We get we get ideas that she is. Be- no, we- no, you know what we do see them. We see them in the beginning for sure. Mm. And we see them in the scene when Matt comes to the bedroom and asking about the phone. Yeah. They're playing with the babies. Yeah. Right there. So, yeah, we definitely see them. Yeah. But they're not, like, crying and being yeah. annoying like they were in the last episode. They they got that shit down. Yeah. No. Now, after after two weeks, they're good. They know yeah. how to sleep now. <laughs> yeah. They're not fussy. No. They don't have colic either, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> this shit is funny. Fucking <laughs> Simon. I think we did it. Yeah, we did. You want to rate it? I always ask you, like, we're not going to rate it yeah, ever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, we, one day you're going to be like, nope, not rating it. <laughs> okay, yeah, we can, um, okay. Uh, the only thing I will say that I truly liked about this was Matt and Ruthie. Oh. But other than that, it's a four. <gasps> I gave it a four, too! We're friends again! Woo! <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, this was like not an episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Matt, and actually, my thought too was like, yeah, Matt and Ruthie saved it, and they yeah. couldn't even save it to a five. Like, yeah. it was like. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> it is. So sad, but it true. It is sad. But you know what? Any episode with Jimmy automatically loses like three points, so. <laughs> In my book, anyway. Yeah. Well, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review. Can follow us at the number four Heaven's Sake Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or you can send us an email at forheavenssakeshow at gmail.com. And until next time, bye. Enjoy the rest of your week. <laughs>